Welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast, where we'll hear stories from Washingtonians from their favorite food at Waltz or the CAF to favorite Tiger Tunes shows and professors. We'll also find out what they're up to outside of the famed Washita bubble. I'm your host, John Merriman, Washita's Director of Alumni Relations. Today on the podcast, Washita President Dr. Ben Sells shares a brief update including his favorite things about Washita, followed by remarks and reflections spoken directly to the class of 2020 by Dr. and Mrs. Sells. All right, Dr. Sells, welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast. I'm glad to be joining you, John. Great. Yeah, I really wanted to touch base with you today and just see, and I know things have been unique and challenging uh, with disruptions to campus life due to uh, COVID-19. wanted to check in and see how you and Lisa are doing, how Washita is doing. What can you tell us? Thank you. Uh, we've, I think we've probably had experiences similar to other people the past uh, two months. Uh, work changed very much for us to not have students on campus. Uh, it was lonely without students. We're all here because we want to be around um, students. And I think like people in other roles, you woke up every day and said, how do we keep moving forward? Some things you knew and some things you didn't know, but we figured it out and we just concluded this semester. And I'm really proud of our faculty, staff and students and how really their extraordinary effort they made given the circumstances. Personally, we're probably like other families. We we had a couple of adult children living with us for a period of time, um, and we enjoyed um, doing that. Right now, it's just Lisa and me, and we're into um, the summer months, but summer's going to feel different as well. So much of our effort right now is focused on getting ready to start the fall. Great. Yeah, what can you tell me about um, plans for the fall? So, you know, some of our alums may be up to speed on what our plans are, but uh, what can you share about what plans are for Washita reopening in the fall? We announced in the first week of May our plan to resume on-campus classes and residential life in the fall. So that's our plan, and that's the plan, I believe, of every university in the state of Arkansas. Probably about a month ago, I appointed a team called the Health Monitoring and Action Team led by Dr. Wesley Klug. So we're fortunate that our chief student development officer is also a medical doctor. So there's a group of people working every week to lay the groundwork to safely reopen, engaging with faculty and staff across campus and with returning students and new students to put us in the best possible position for the fall. So we're very focused on um, welcoming students back to campus. Definitely, yeah. pretty quiet around campus. We're missing those faces. We can't wait for things to uh, resume, hopefully in some sense of normalcy uh, pretty soon. Uh, On the podcast, you know, we've had a couple of episodes here, and one of the things we like to do is to hear uh, some of our alumni and friends, their favorite things about Washita. So we have a segment called Fast Fave Fives. Wanted to see if you wanted to uh, answer a few of your favorite things about Washita this morning. Uh, First, wonderful. Hey, what's your favorite thing to eat in the calf? Pancakes. I talk about pancakes with the president, and I do that throughout the year. And so I am a pancake enthusiast. I love that. Very good. Pancakes. All right. What's your favorite Washita tradition? I like so all of our traditions, and um, this almost feels like a trick question to me, John. Um, uh, <laughs> but if I had to just choose one that has stood out during my first four years, it's the Gold Tiger event welcoming back those who graduated 50 years ago 
and having them reflect on their life. And so many of them saying decisions they made, experiences they had academically and spiritually and socially as a student, and how that shaped their life and the gratitude they have for that with the benefit of looking back over 50 years. And because of that, it's probably, if I had to pick one favorite tradition, it's probably the Gold Tiger uh, celebration. Definitely, yeah, that's one of my favorites as well. It was really hard to cancel that one. That was probably the first thing we had to cancel uh, coming out of this uh, season. So I look forward to being able to gather them back uh, next year for sure. Uh, What's your favorite spot on campus? Is there one spot that you just particularly love uh, on campus? Well, there are a lot of spots, probably one I have an affinity for. I remember when I came to Washita, I stepped out on the back of the Evans Student Center overlooked balcony, and you couldn't see the river. And I had people say to me, there used to be a time you could see the river. After all, we are named after the river. And so working with um, uh, people in forestry and others, we trimmed about 10 to 12 trees so that we could see the river. And I like talking about Washita. We're located in a forest on a bluff overlooking a river. Few universities named after a river or can look at a river. And I love taking prospective students and parents and taking alumni and friends to that location. And we had two families give a generous gift. So it's outfitted with wonderful outdoor furniture that has charging stations, um, lights. I love seeing students out there enjoying this great view we had that you couldn't take advantage of, and we really didn't have furniture out there. So that's probably why that's my favorite place on campus. Uh, Have you had a favorite Tiger Tunes moment? Well, I keep feeling like you're trying to trick me up here, John, um, (laughs) and that I'm going to say something and then, um, you know, uh, have a dissatisfied constituency. Uh, Probably one I would pick is two years ago, I had made a one-night appearance um, with Rose Sigma, they needed someone to play the piano or their version of a piano. And it harkened back to what they had done the year before. And I didn't, I just said, yes, they asked me. It was last moment. I didn't think that much about it. Um, I wanted to help. And I did that. I think I was um, uh, surprised and overwhelmed about how people enjoyed uh, that. Um, and so when I think of, I, they, that, that moment stands out to me. Yeah, I think that would be one uh, from this class, too, one of their favorite moments as well. That was pretty shocking when you uh, appeared back there. That's great. Hey, what are you most looking forward to when students return to campus? This is an easy answer. I'm looking forward to seeing students. The past um, two months from time to time, a student needed to come back to campus. And when I would see that student, it just changed my whole disposition uh, because we we're all here because um, we care deeply about college students and the Christian higher education experience. So seeing students, being with students. Great. Yeah, I know you have a a deep love for students and their experience. I know the class of 2020 is special to you and Lisa, since you came to campus around the same time as these students when they were freshmen. And you share a lot of great stories and remarks uh, in the podcast in just a bit. As you continue to process the end of the semester, what other memories have come to mind that you'd like to share? Maybe some things that you uh, didn't mention on the the video we sent out to uh, the class of 2020. I believe you're going to play most of the interview, and Lisa and I did that somewhat at the last moment, just thinking of something we wanted to give to the class of 2020, since we shared these four years together. And 
of course, you can't cover everything. Um, you don't have the time um, to do that. I had to add a couple other memories to what Lisa and I um, shared. Um, we spent a lot of time going to events, fine arts and athletics and otherwise. And so we enjoy seeing our students in action, uh, seeing students recognize, uh, showcasing their um, skill and talent and knowledge that would come to mind. I work very closely with the Washita Student Foundation. They're aligned with the president's office. Um, that group has meant a lot to me. Uh, two years ago, or I guess a year and a half ago, they surprised me. They said, you need to come and speak at this gathering. And I just showed up thinking it was another event and I was to bring some remarks. And they gathered hundreds of students and threw a surprise birthday party to me. So that was um, overwhelming. and. Um, just encouraging and probably you know what continues to stand the test of time i'm the beneficiary of parents alumni and students who write an email or send a text or tell me a story about how someone who works here a faculty member a staff member or coach went out of their way maybe this year or maybe it was 50 years ago and they're still grateful for that and they talk about how that shaped their life and so there's hundreds of stories like that. And so I'm grateful for our faculty and staff and um, because that's, uh, they're crucial to what we're doing here. They're, they're here as am I to invest in students. Anything else you'd like to share with uh, folks listening today before we wrap up? There are so many more things we could have said. And um, if there's something that I didn't mention, it's just because we ran out of time uh, because there are so many memories we have and, uh, could go down the list of every group on campus and recognize uh, them. And so we're, Lisa and I are enormously grateful for our first four years here. Um, and as we begin um, getting ready for this new year, we're beginning graduate education at Washita. And we have two great new programs with students in them. And so we're also excited about this um, new chapter in the life of our university. Wonderful. All right. Well, Dr. Sells, thank you so much for joining me for the Tiger for Life podcast today. And thanks for your leadership and stewardship of this place we love so much called Washington. Thank you, John. All right. Class of 2020, I know you will love these memories and thoughts from Dr. and Mrs. Sells. Other alumni and friends listening today, we hope you'll enjoy hearing reflections on the past four years at Washington as you get a glimpse into the Sells' hearts for students and for Washington. Hello, Class of 2020. We're here without you but we want you to know that we've raised the banners at Cone Bottoms because we miss you and we're still honoring you even though you're not with us. This is a, a f such a fun week normally on campus and it's just not right not to have you here with us. One way we did want to honor you was by raising the banners in part because we feel like we have a special relationship with the class of 2020. We began together four years ago and we were new to Washita as well. And we want to reflect on our own experience over these past four years with some reflections. So we hope you enjoy uh, this retrospective for the class of 2020. One of the things that I think of when I think of your class is the first night that we did um, Tiger for Life with you. Hmm. Uh, you know, we were doing all of that the first time, too. We'd heard, heard about it, but it was our first experience. And I so remember that night uh, because we did feel very much like newcomers and walking out of JPAC with you and just the 
emotion of doing all of that for the first time. That's a vivid memory that I'll always have of your class. Well, one of my vivid memories from those first couple of weeks is when I painted myself purple and that first convocation together and threw out a challenge in regards to Twitter. And you met it so quickly and actually painted myself purple. And so that's part of what I remember about those first couple of weeks of school. And I think one of the things that we'll carry with us about your four years here has been the um, the, the way chapel uh, has changed and morphed some and how much Ben and I both enjoy being there. And whenever we're both in town, we always try to be there at chapel. And that's been one of the highlights of being at, at Washita with you is being in chapel every Tuesday. That has meant a lot to us as well as going to so many different kinds of events on campus. We love to watch you and watch you perform, whether that's the fine arts events or athletic events or some other kind of events. Some things I've thought about is we've talked a lot about high-impact learning. That is, we want to give you opportunities beyond the classroom that helps define Washita education and experience. I've tried to do that personally as well. That first year, I went with the finance students to New York City uh, for a national event. Uh, you and I took two students to Washington, D.C. for a focus on leadership for students at um, Christian uh, colleges. And then I went with the Multicultural Student Organization to Memphis to celebrate MLK 50. And so we like to talk about high-impact learning and want to provide all kinds of ways for you to do that. Uh, but we've also taken a personal interest in that as well. One thing that I remember that happened during your four years was the the night that um, Mayweather and McGregor had a huge fight, as in boxing fight, and some students asked if we would host the uh, host the showing of the fight at our house, and kind of at the last minute we said, "Sure, we'll do that," and I, we had about 120 or 130 people show up at the house that night, uh, totally unplanned. We had, a, we had a lot of food, but when we saw the sheer numbers of people coming in, we immediately got on the phone and ordered a lot more pizzas. And yeah. uh, it was probably, of all the things we've done at the house, I think that night, which was 100% impromptu, we had the most diverse, wide-ranging group of students we've ever hosted at the house. And so I will always think fondly of Floyd Mayweather for... <laughs> That most unusual <laughs> night at the president's home. <laughs> I remember making that run to Domino's as well. One of the things that uh, has happened with me and students over the past four years is every now and then I'd hear a student in some setting uh, or see a student in some performance, and I think I'd like to get to know him or her better. And I would send a random email to this student and say, why don't you invite five or six friends and come eat with us? Mm -hmm. And I always, every time I did it, uh, there's no way they're just going to randomly respond. And every time someone randomly responded and brought their friends. And so those were always fun nights where we just, again, spontaneously had a few students come into our house. In addition just to getting to know students, it, we really listen to students. I think people think, well, presidents talk a lot. Well, actually, we listen a lot. And I've really tried to have that mark our time to listen to students well, that's meeting with the student senate, or I remember when students, 700 of you completed a survey that first year as we were doing strategic planning, or sometimes it was just striking up a conversation on campus, and we just kept a list of things. Well, let's work on that. 
for example, it might have been, we need more resources for counseling, and we were able to do that. Or could we improve this in the residence hall? And so we've really tried to listen and be as responsive um, as we could to students. So it's been fun to hear you make suggestions and then turn around and be able to make those happen. Of course, we can't do everything, but Washtenaw is better in many ways because you made suggestions that we needed to hear and we were able to act on. And along that line, I think one of the great honors of my life is, uh, continues to be just getting to know uh, a few students along the way, uh, really hear their stories and to pray with them and for them. And uh, so I, we're sitting here in Dr. Jack's without Dr. Jack being present and no coffee, but I've sat in here frequently with students and just got to know many of you better. And, and also one of the things that I've spent some time doing in the last four years is listening to our minority students and learning from them about their experiences on our campus. And, and that's been a, a, a great joy and privilege to hear them just openly talk and share about what it's like to be a minority student on our campus. And so all those moments with students are great honors and privileges of this role and of being with you. Well, while there's a lot of listening, there's also a lot of speaking, and um, I look forward to those times in which I've spoken in chapel or convocation or commencement, and I spend a lot of time on that. I don't know that I'm naturally a gifted speaker, but I feel like I have something to say to students and to this generation, and I, I spend a lot of time thinking about what what's the right message, what do we need to be talking or uh, thinking about, and um that's been important to me. It's been a special moments, and from time to time, I'll go back and read those comments. Or, it, well, for class of 2020, I'll be thinking a lot about well, what does need to be said at your commencement, given your class, and I'll look forward to doing that. One of the fun things that for me has been getting to know and be involved with the English faculty here on campus, uh, and just to see the really great, fantastic way that so many of our teachers and their they're just an example, but they've included me in conversations and topics and conversations about topics that they want to do. And so it's been fun to be a part of those conversations with faculty and, and uh, the English department stands out to me because I have a, probably a prejudice towards that major. But it's been, that's been a highlight of, uh, and I'm sure, you know, I, as I talk with you, I always ask, you know, what's your best class worse? And it's fun to hear why certain professors are making an impact on you. And I, I guess I have over the last four years, because I didn't go to college here, I've gotten to know faculty in some of the same way and, you know, got to hear their stories from just like I'm learning them, just like you do in a classroom. So that's been a great joy as well. We've enjoyed going to football games and hosting many people at those uh, games. And um, while we can't take credit for this, we enjoy sharing the fact that we did win the Battle of the Ravine all four years, so class of 2020, that's a special marker for you and for us. And I, I think, you know, on that theme, the first time we saw Tiger Tunes, I mean, I, the, the actual event is fun. But what is just so amazing to me, again, as a new creature in all this environment, is just how much it's loved and how many people come back and how many parents are present, and just kind of this uh, really 
I mean, you cannot, you couldn't pay to make all that happen. It's just spontaneous and it's fun and usually the weather's good and it's just such a fun week, all of it. And, and then I've also gotten to know students who are not as involved in all of that and love Washita for other reasons and whether it's friends they've made or things they've learned. And so I guess one of the great joys of uh, this role is the kind of the bird's eye seat of a lot that's going on, both the things that everyone know, know about, like Tiger Tunes, and then things that are a little more under the radar that make it such a special place for so many people. I remember the day um, I was elected as president, April 7th, 2016, and the first question a student asked me, do you know about Tiger Tunes? Of course, we didn't know anything about Tiger Tunes or what that meant, and I think there have been three different times that we've been in it, and I'm always amazed by the talent and the um, the creativity, um, but equally struck, like Lisa, by how alumni respond, and like all of a sudden, they start acting like college students all over again when um, their club uh, comes in um and performs. But thinking about alumni, I think one of the things that's meant a lot to me is to connect alumni with students. And so there's a host of ways we've done that over the four years. But to introduce students, you're joining this great network who's talented and wants to help you and to put them together in the same room and around the lunch table and talking that helps with internships or jobs or graduate school. So maybe kind of being a broker, if you will, between students and alumni um, has been especially meaningful to me. And our job puts us in contact with people that you don't know much about, probably the trustees of the university who are responsible for the ultimate, um, I guess, institutional heritage of what mm -hmm. happens here. And, you know, it's, it's a, been a fun group to be a part of because they love this place and care deeply about it. And I think that, that feeling of, uh, I guess institutional heritage is the best word, but there are a lot of people who have been here and have deep roots mm -hmm. here and who want Washita to not only survive, but to thrive. And, you know, it's a fun, it, you, you now are joining that, that group. And this is, you know, the beginning of a new era of your life. And it will be uh, fun for us to see in 10, 20, we're kind of old, so maybe not 30, but <laughs> to see over time what you do and contribute to the heritage of this place and to watch your own careers launch in your own life. And so, you know, you will, will always kind of have a special connection to this class. You're the first really full-term baby that we'll get to watch grow up. So I'm grateful for that. And we do feel a special stewardship during our time in this role. But often I said in convocation, we're not the only stewards. You're the stewards. Who's Washita? Well, it's all of us. It's been you as students. Uh, these four years have been marked by your experience. And I like to say, well, wherever Washita people go, there goes Washita. And so you become alumni. You represent us um, and you are Washita, and you join us in this stewardship um, role. Certainly, as I uh, think about these past four years, I think about pancakes. In fact, that first month, I gave students a challenge. If you'll participate in this survey, in which we wanted your feedback 
as we began talking about dreaming a larger dream for Washita, and we wanted to hear from students, I said, oh, I'd feed you pancakes, and 700 of you did this survey, and I remember being in the CAF, and we opened up the doors, and you just poured in uh, that evening, and uh, those have been some special moments of having pancakes, and then we introduced Donut Chapel, I did, having donuts after chapel, I think we've had cider after chapel. Um, I like pancakes and donuts, but I also like sharing them, but it's been fun to give you a challenge, and you've responded, and then we've enjoyed those moments together. Well, I, I don't have to talk very long before it's obvious that I didn't grow up in the North. And uh, so I have felt welcomed by y'all. And all y'all have been very kind and good to us over the last four years and made us feel welcome and a part of Washita. And I hope we've given that back to you as well. I remember one time asking some um, students, well, do you have any advice for me? And they, say, they said, you need to say y'all more. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started working on that. I hope I've gotten better, y'all, at saying y'all. But I remember one time we were reflecting on this, and you saw a T-shirt, and we, we, we started thinking about our time at Washtenaw. What did that T-shirt say? All y'all. Oh. You got to say it like this, all y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can. Um, um, you can't go there. As we thought about the past four years, there's a lot of things we've shared together. And then there's some things that probably make our list that, you wouldn't be aware of that are meaningful to us. One of the really meaningful things for me is working with alumni and donors and Arkansas Baptists who want to give of their money to help you. And we've enjoyed during your four years really record giving by alumni and, and friends in Arkansas Baptist because they believe in you and they believe in Washtenaw. So it's been fun for me to ask people to help and then to see that help translated into scholarships and opportunities um, for you. So it's, it's probably behind the scenes from your experience, uh, but it brings a special joy to us to be able to do that. And I don't know how we could not talk about this one, the pandemic. Man, oh man, will your class be remembered for this? It has to have been hard. Uh, we have our youngest son is in college, and we know it's been hard for him. Uh, the emotion of it, the grief of things lost, the sudden adjustment to everything. I, I sat in with Ben a couple of nights ago on a, a Zoom event, and I mean, it, it was well done, and it was better to have done that than nothing, but I just really got a sense for how much has been lost, maybe emotionally more than academically, or, and so, I, of course, we are going to remember your spring forever and your loss of graduation on the scheduled date. I know it will happen, but we feel for you, and it's been hard, I know, and just want you to know that we are grateful that you hung in there and that you transitioned through it all, and I know you've been told this over and over, but it has not been easy, and we uh, have a lot of respect that you finished it. Yeah, of course, we're not going to forget these past um, eight or nine weeks of your experience or our experience as well as we finish these four years together. And I hope, even though most of it's been by email, and they, we've tried to convey how we feel and what we think, um, praying, uh, conveying prayers um, uh, to you. I've tried to say to our faculty staff, I think what students, and particularly class of 2020, will remember from this time is maybe how we walked um together. And I think I said in one of my early communications to you, while none of us would have wished for this, 
hoped for it. I trust in the years to come we'll look back and say, um, Lord, you did do something we didn't expect. We didn't want it at the time, but we're going to look back. And we know we won't forget the class of 2020 because of this. We're praying for you and your future. We look forward to seeing you at commencement and hopefully seeing you before then as well. Thank you, class of 2020. Thanks for listening to the Tiger for Life podcast. Class of 2020, be sure to follow Washita alumni on social media to keep up with events and activities specifically for you as alumni. Also, be sure to visit obu.edu slash alumni for your free Right Now Media access, great hotel discounts, and to send class notes and info updates so we can keep your classmates posted about your lives, families, and careers.